HR professionals, business owners, and operations at all levels are struggling to figure out what needs to change. Our system has been shocked, practices have been questioned, and conversations are finally happening. We all know there has been a huge shift in what people want. Inclusion and diversity are common phrases, but often misunderstood. Generations are coming together more than ever on what's important. Mental health has been brought to the forefront of everyone's mind. Let's humanize these conversations. Let's talk about what's important for employees to be successful in life and at their job, and how companies can create an environment to allow them to do both. Because successful people will make up a successful workforce. I'm Leanne Lovely. Let's get this conversation started. Today, it is my pleasure to introduce Joseph Nincian. He is a dynamic HR manager certified from the University of Minnesota. Additionally, he is an entrepreneur with a passion for utilizing technology to drive positive change in Africa. With an extensive knowledge and experience in HR and business, he leads WeRecruitum, a unique human resource management agency that connects esteemed brands with top African talent. He strongly believes that blockchain technology will play a pivotal role in addressing some of the most pressing challenges facing Africa today. I'm honored to have the opportunity to talk with Joseph today. Joseph, thank you so much for joining me today. I have been so excited to have this conversation with you. Wonderful. Um, I, I'm, I'm so happy to be here um, because this is actually the first podcast I have been ever. So it's it's kind of like a new grounds for me. I'm so excited to, you know, these new grounds. Very happy to be here. Thank you, Leanne, for inviting me. Yeah. Well, part of the reason that I was ex- that I'm so excited to, you know, talk with you is you had actually had a uh, an amazing post on LinkedIn that um that intrigued me and I started following you. But before we jump into that, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and where you're from? Okay, okay. Oh, a little bit about myself. So um, there's a lot to talk about. Well, let me just, uh, you know, try to pinpoint where to start from. Okay, so um, I'm 22. I'm from Nigeria. My name is Joseph Nsien from Nigeria, Uyua Kwaibum State. So um, it's been, um, you know, it's been a journey. I'm still in the university. I'm a student, actually. I'm in my 300 level in the university doing computer science. But one thing about me is that I've been really, like I really have this um, qualities in me since I was little. I always relate very well to people. And, you know, when I went out of high school, when I went out of high school, I basically, you know, I went into the Web3 space that is in blockchain technology and all of that. And that is where I kind of like built my career. And, you know, things really kicked up. And last year, um, that was um, around November, December, I really, you know, went fully into my career as a human resource um, manager. That is um, from my course, I took a study from the University of Minnesota that is where I got certified as a as an HR manager, and yeah, um, that's just a, a little about me. So I've done a lot of things. I've been a community manager for several Web three projects. I've been a social media manager, but I feel like 
um my calling for now is in human resource and i like i really love interacting with people meeting new people you know i really love it so um that's just a little about a bit about me so one of the reasons or the way that i actually found you was from a post <clears throat> excuse me from a post that you had put on linkedin um it was actually a little story about about yourself and your background. Um, and I, I was wildly intrigued by that because you followed that up by saying that you had a love for, for human resources. You had a love for helping others to find, you know, jobs. And, um, and it, and, and I've, forgive me for stalking, cyber stalking you a little bit, but it looks (laughs) like you're very plugged into your community. You are very, um, looking very much um, like you're, you're you know, trying to help your community as much as you can to, yeah. you know, assist them in finding jobs. And I would love to know more about your journey in finding a passion for that and what you're doing to assist, you know, young individuals in finding their career paths and then finding jobs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a, 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 a pretty funny and sad story at the time. <laughs> so, um, um, I, everything started for me. I think um when I I got up of high school. So, um, I did a lot of things. Right. So the first job I ever had, I had as a school teacher, uh, a lesson school teacher after school teaching to um three kids. So basically, I was taking them on, you know, um, just courses, English, mathematics, and all those basic courses. So um, during the course of my stay there, um, I think in a month, I was being requested to come and see the person, the father of the kids. So um, he asked me um, if I if I had a, a degree in teaching, that was a degree from the Nigerian, um, um, from a college, I was like, no, I, I don't have a degree yet. And I'm not in the university yet. And, well, I'm very good at what I do. I'm very good with mathematics, with English and all of that. And, but it was like, no, we need a professional, someone satisfied. And yeah, that was how I lost the very first job I had. <laughs> And moving further, when I left the job, um, not really left, when I got fired, <laughs> I went into, I had this bunch of friends. We were, we were very close, always. Yeah. Okay. So we had this um, shop. It was a shop of my friend. He is he's into um, um, selling wines. He was selling wines for the bus. So we always gather there and kind of like discuss among ourselves. Yeah, we always go there to talk about how to go into the digital space and, and stuff like that. So um, basically, two of my friends, Chicho Kekalu and Christopher, very good friend of mine till today, we, they started something. They went into um, uh, um, Web3. They were doing what we called bounty hunting. And then I was just, I was someone that I was, ha- I had a vision uh, that I'm going to do well in programming. So that was where my focus was at. But something happened that really drove me into that path as well. They had this, um, Christopher bought a laptop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that was uh, just after I think a few months after we got uh, we got out out of high school, and then a few months later, CJK got a new phone. That was very intriguing to me. I was like, oh, what, what is going on? And <laughs> I, I literally I I went forward to ask them that, okay, you talked about this thing. Tell me more about it. I would also like to come in and also you know do this thing. Mm -hmm. And then that was when CJK actually brought me into the entire web three space told me everything i needed to know and i started i started my journey that back then i was kind of like writing articles um that was for my boss her name is soft mind so um i was just writing articles for her for starting that was around 500 words to 1000 words article and i think i was being paid around 500 naira I don't think that's even up to a dollar. <laughs> so um, that was why I was being paid. And in course of time, I think during the COVID, COVID hit and everybody went back. I was in school then. I got admitted into the University of Rio to study computer science. And during that period, I went back home. And in school, I was living in a one, um, just one room. So the, the bathroom there was shared. You know, the toilet was a shared toilet and you just have your one room. That was the kind of um, room I was with my brother, um, Samuel. So um, when I went back home, I told myself that, yeah, I'm never going back to that kind of life. I have to make something out of myself before I go back to school. And then I really went into writing articles for her. I could I write around 10 articles to 15 articles per day so that I can raise around um 5,000 naira to 10,000 naira every day. So in course of this, I I had a job from Chichoke, my friend. He told me that the community is working on is looking for people that can make the yeah, community active and he would like me to like manage one um to like be among them. I was like, yeah, no problem. Since it's gonna be a little better, that was like every month I'm getting like six thousand naira, and it was it was good for me then. I said, oh, well, no problem. I'm gonna do it, and I started it. And in cause before a month, the owner of the community saw what I was doing, and he was like, yeah, I was really performing well in the community, and he would love me to be able to contribute to their product. That is, anytime they have a new product to put into the market, I should review the product, give them my feedback, and then before they release it into the product. And that was how I got my first job of $200. That was $200 a month. That was around September 2020. And going further, that was during um, December to January. Yeah, during December to January, I got my first pay. I got my first pay. And... I had two options with the pay. This was the crazy part. I had two options for the pay. So first, I wanted to get a laptop for myself. Then my mom, she did not have a phone. <laughs> it was like crazy decision. My mom, she did not have a phone. And I was like, ah, what am I going to do? It was like a crossroad. So I got my mom a phone. Mm. And I don't know, it's just, everything was just like nature's blessing. And the day I got my mom a phone, I got another job um, with a venture that was um, XY um, Ventures. It was a Web3 venture. That was how I got my second job. I I, I just got text from him to the, telling me that I've been doing well in the community and he, he's been noticing my work. 
that he wants to really he wants me to come to the activities in his community in the project he's working on and that was how I got my second job and I actually got around three four jobs from him which um, was a pretty good income for me mm-hmm. that was how and that was just immediately after I got my mom half moon and then I got three jobs the same day I got myself a pc and a new mobile phone then moving further moving further I definitely I got into I got connected to Mr. Andrew. He owns a venture where basically I began working for him. And then that was when he needed more staffs to the projects, more staff to the company. And he told me if I knew anybody. And that was when everything started kicking off. I started referring people to jobs um, to him. You know, I started, you know, just, I didn't even know what I was doing, but basically human resource. <laughs> That was the thing. So I basically started doing these little things for him, recruiting people to the um to the venture to project different people, both people. I, I think um things people I recruited was from, from Africa and from and India at most. That was people I actually focused on recruiting then. And time shoots so fast from 2021. I was really doing well in the web three space and 2022 during the um everything. You know, the bear market kicked in, everything was kind of down, but I was still doing well by the grace of God. Then moving further, it got to a stage that um Andrew wanted to start his own personal, another company, a real estate company. And he I was asked to he asked me to bring up staff that could work with him. So I I brought the staff, they really did well. And he was so happy with the result he was getting. And he told me, he told me something. That was where everything just clicked in my head. He told me something. He told me that, do, do I know what a conscious service is? I said, no, I don't. He said, a conscious service that I could actually help people, help companies recruit and find talent, especially in Africa that a lot of companies are, are trying to move into Africa to like find talent in Africa because um that was when that clicked to me when he told me that he told me I should look into it and give him feedback and I did that was when I discovered the human resource and everything that was last year and when I saw that I decided to you know know more about it I watched a lot of videos on YouTube and I, I asked a lot of questions to people I know then I saw this course on Coursera that um, a human resource um, course to manage people with a specialization. I decided to take it and I've been practicing since then. That is, and when it comes to um, my aspect of helping Africans, I, I, I grew I grew towards point. African is a place that um, um, so, um, a lot of people find it very hard to grow. So um, my friend helped me to get started with my career, and ever since then, I have always um, offered to help people get started in the into the in the web three space and in any other digital um, um, this thing for free. I don't charge. I basically help them, you know, get started. I think um, for the past um, two to three years that I've been there, I've helped almost um, twenty people and more get really um, good things in the space. They have started up, they are, they are doing really well today. 
So I taught them from the beginning, from everything, the basics, till they get the advanced knowledge. And it's really something I really, um, really makes me happy when I see young people grow. I mean, um, it was something that I had the opportunity to learn. And I said, okay, I can't have this knowledge alone. I spread it out. And that was where everything kicked up till I had the idea of starting the company where I can really focus on um, you know, helping young people in Africa, you know, making them competitive in the job market as well, because there are a lot of young people out there with a lot of talent, beautiful talent. I see them every day, but they do not have that opportunity. They do not have that stage that I had. So giving them that stage to really go out there, really do something up with their lives and really make an income for themselves, it's something I'm very, it's something in me that I, say that I must achieve this. That is why, you know, that's how the whole story of how I am here today. So now you had mentioned something. Um, do you say that yeah. you don't get paid for assisting people in finding different, for, in finding jobs? Yeah, that is, um, <clears throat> that is for, that is for when I started. Yeah, that is for when I started. I recruited um, young people, you know, and get them into the company and into different roles. Okay. Um, I didn't charge. I didn't charge anything. I didn't charge anything. I okay. they were they it was for free. But um, now the company is fully active. The company is fully active. We would be. It would be a commission based. Um, these things from the company, not from the um, you know talents that I'm recruiting. Right. So you're set up very much like a staffing company um, would be here in in the U.S. then, um, which is, yes. yes. Okay. Well, excellent. And it, it sounds like once you found your path, your the passion, yeah. I mean, just listening to you talk, the passion that you have is, I mean, it, it comes from your soul. It, it, it comes from, you know, deep within and I mean, it it just comes out in your words. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I, I mean, it's 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 something that you know. Every time I think about the number of young people out there looking for just that one opportunity, yeah, they're looking for that one opportunity. Someone that would give them a chance and say, okay. Um, just do it. Just try this. Some of them are so lost. They don't have a path to follow. They are just, I, I meet a lot of them every day and they tell me, and they, some um, a lot of them have um, sent me messages. I mean, every day I have over 20 messages from a lot of Africans telling me that, okay, they want me to mentor them. Um, they want me to, you know, find a way to show them how they can get started with their different digital skills. Some have the skill set already. Some don't know how to start from LinkedIn to Twitter, even physically in the university. I have a lot of them in the university that come to me every day and tell me they want to, you know, start up something with their life. They want to because um if in in Nigeria presently there there is literally no jobs in the country. That is the sad thing. The government is not helping 
the people when it comes in terms of jobs. So everybody's sourcing for that digital skill outside and it's they are finding it hard to do so. And when it comes to the problem of electricity in the country, problem of internet connection and all of that, it's just weighing down on young people. So they just need that direction, if someone to show them that part. And that is what I really look forward to, you know, building to do so that I know I, 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 um, from the uh my mission my mission is to my mission is to raise 1 million africans to be competitive in the job market that is my goal and i have hit a few of that numbers i think around 20 and yeah a lot to go but yeah we can do it i know that i can do it and um, i know i'm going to send along of young people out there to be competitive in the job market and they can come back and say in future that okay Joseph Ncn helped us do this. That is what I, I'm looking out for myself. That is what I want. Well, and that's part of what intrigued me in one of your posts is that you had said, my goal is to help a million, um, you know, individual or African, um, you know, individuals yeah. find opportunities. And to make a statement like that and to have the passion that you have at such a young age, um, you know, that's that's amazing. I I commend you, um, but to Thank also you. to also have risen, um, you know, through what you've gone. And don't get me wrong, I I have no concept um, of of your life. I I obviously I'm I'm growing up in, you know, the United States. I have no concept of of what you've what your life path has has been like, but to to be the voice to to go out there and to continue to follow your dream um while be it a bumpy one while be it a uh you know it's no nobody's life is ever a straight path right but you continue to um post you continue to um hopefully provide hope for everybody in your community and um beyond your community um which is why I was so drawn to you because you clearly have a vision. And I, I love that. I absolutely, I absolutely love it. And if there's anything that I can do, you know, to help push that vision of yours forward through even the smallest soundbite out there, um, I'm, I'm all, I'm all about that. So let me ask you this. How do you go about getting your clients? Are these companies that you go to? Or is it um, you had mentioned a boss. How do you how do you know where these jobs are and available to help these individuals? You know, end up employed at. Yeah, um, that that's a very beautiful question. Um, the thing the thing with job hunting is that it's something I've been doing for the past two years, three years. Something I've been doing. So I really uh, I really have the I don't know. It's just it it just happens sometimes. Yeah. Um. Some I got um some of the jobs is through referrals from the different um, companies I'm connected with. So um especially in the Web three space now. So um lots of them you know start up and um my bosses are connected with different projects. So when they have opportunities and when they have uh, openings, they are basically going to ask me to okay we have these openings. Can you find someone that could cover it? And that's where I go ahead and and also 
um personally i also send um i also um source for jobs on linkedin so um see for an example a a company should put up an ad on LinkedIn about a role they have openings. I always go to them to tell them that okay, I have, I have, I can bring somebody for this role that could really satisfy this position, and then they might go. And a lot of them always send back a reply and say, yeah, go ahead and you know find and um, bring someone, and I will go ahead, you know, find someone and give them. And on Twitter as well, Twitter is one of the beautiful networks I love using when it comes to job hunting. And also, I'm not even hunting it myself. There's also some things I actually do as well. When I see um, openings that I know that, okay, I don't have a talent for this, but I know someone that could benefit from this. I can I always share the, um, the job opportunity to them and tell them, okay, this is how you go applying it so that you don't mess up, so that you get it right. Uh, the first time you can actually get the interview i kind of like give them the guidelines how to set their resume how to write the cover letter and all of that so that when they apply they actually land the role so yeah that i have and a lot of other strategies i add together to make sure that at least every month i know that okay i'm giving job opportunities to at least two or three people for now and maybe in the future you know do more for you know more people Right. Well, and it's in this in your process is is pretty much, you know, the same as as what, you know, we do what I have done historically as, you know, my background being in in recruitment and in placement and so it's, you know, I shows that no matter where you are in the world, it, you know, the process is the same. Um what are some of the greatest challenges that you and actually let me ask you this first. Do you recruit mainly in the tech space? So technology, um, do you, do you recruit um, mainly in the technology space? Yes. Um, mainly we recruit in the technology space, but recently, recently we've had, um, I've had other, um, people reach out to me. I think other people reach out to me to kind of like, um, you know, bring up staffs for them physically here for companies physically here in Nigeria. So different companies have featured, um, I think some few real estate companies okay. and other administrative companies like that have, you know, reached out to me to, you know, like um, get some people for their roles they have available. So, um, but mainly, mainly, majorly it's for the technological space I have people recruited for. Awesome. And so what are some of the main challenges that you that you come up against? Um, um, you said other things I venture into. Is that right? Did I get you right? Um, challenges. Other some of the challenges oh. that you come up against. Okay. Um. Well, firstly, let me just start with the challenges. I literally have right now. First is electricity. Crazy. We um sometimes I sometimes the electricity is very bad that you cannot power your system or your phones that it could be bad like um I think this past few days uh we had electric shortage of electricity for about two days and we had to run the generator and that is really really number one challenge and secondly it's the internet connection. Although the place I moved away from the place I was before and the place I am right now, place I am right now, it's we have really good internet connection. So that was another challenge I had. And going into the aspect of job hunting, 
right? We have Get someone for the job, he will pass the interview and interview stage onboarding and everything, both expected to. So um that was another challenge that I had. And again, there are some kind of roles that are not really easy to fill. I had to spend days and you know, even sometimes weeks to find the right candidate for some engineering roles. So that is like a few challenges I've had. And so are the majority of these roles, um, are, are they all remote roles where these individuals are, I mean, are any of these individuals on site? Yeah, um, no, um, all that I've worked for, all that I have uh, are remote roles. Mm-hmm. So the particular one was for a, a, a blockchain engineer that had can build on smart contracts and, you know, other um, distinct specifications for the job. So um, when I, I, I think it took me about three weeks before I could find the right person for that role. I had to search. Uh, everybody that came up I, after the interview, you see they were lacking one thing or the other. Um, some did not have the complete skill sets needed. And it was just so, um, it took me three weeks. And finally, I found the guy that could actually do it and after the interview I presented he's still with the company today and he's doing absolutely well in the company today and so uh, it's it's crazy sometimes <laughs> right and as far as your clients are they are, are they all in one particular area or are they I mean the majority of your clients where are they located Okay, um, majority are in the web three space. I think um, a few, few. One is from the real estate industries in the um, just in the real estate, and um, he 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 has a lot of uh, requests every time because it's a large company. So I think every they, they always need staffs, and that's one thing that's amazing with that. Um, but majority is from the web three, you know, web three space. But I mean, are they are they physically located? You had mentioned, you know, finding jobs in Nigeria is you know, there's just not the jobs there, right? So are the the clients Nigeria or are they in Africa or are they in another country? Yeah, um, m- most of them are in another country. Only just a few in Nigeria. Interesting. So that gives you, I mean, you are you're basically an international recruiter. <laughs> yeah, you could say something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that—that's really—that's. I mean, if you're working, you're you're placing candidates, you know, across you know countries, right? Which is yeah, that's a skill. That is definitely a skill. You're doing everything remote with limited resources. If you're struggling with electricity, internet connection. That throws a whole nother challenge, and yet it sounds like you're successful at it. Yeah, um, you know, uh, you know, when I started all of this, um, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm someone that looks, I like looking past limitations. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't really see them as limiting to me because um, sometimes when I don't have electricity, I just, you know find um, a place, a cyber cafe or something like that, you know, to go, just go work there. 
that was what I've been doing for a while before I got myself a generator to, you know, so when I don't have, when there's no electricity, I could just power it myself. And um, I, I have a lot of experience around the Web3 space and working with international clients, which made it a lot easier for me to relate with different companies internationally. Yeah. So um, that was why uh, everything seems so smooth because I hunted for lots of jobs from different companies. I think I've worked for the Chinese, I've worked for someone in India, worked for someone in the US, I've worked for someone in the UK, and pretty much <laughs> a lot remotely. So it's been fun, you know, meeting different people, talking with different, you know, meeting different managers. It's been fun. And with all that experience, so when I go out to, you know, look for jobs for other people it's really kind of smooth i know how to relate with them and i know how to tell the um person i'm recruiting that okay this is how you're going to you know manage um, um, your job here when you go here this is the kind of things you do this is the kind of things you look out for and all of that so keeping the person very ready for the job so that when they go in there when they are onboarded they know that okay these are the kind of norms that are accepted this is the cultural this thing of the company and all of that so that they can physically position themselves very well in the company. But I always tell them, especially those from um, Nigeria, those I'm hiring from Nigeria, that, you know, you should always be prepared. You should always have backup for everything so that you don't get lost in your jobs, especially when it comes to internet connection. There might be a deal that um, some um, um, network suppliers, will, you, you won't have network for an entire day. So I always tell them to, you know, have different internet service provider so that when this one fails you, you can jump onto the next and still continue working. That you should just look past the um, limitations that are here in Nigeria because, yeah, if I can do it, you can do it. If someone out there, my friends could do it, and I could do it then definitely do it. That's my circle. You know, we, we set taxes, we set goals for ourselves every year. And we have like a, 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 a end of year meetup where all of us come back because we are, right now we are not in the same state anymore. Um, um, I went to the university. Um, some of them went to different places in Nigeria. So at the end of the year, we all had that goal that we set. And we come back together to like talk about it and you know figure out something new for the new year so that is how we just be you know working together that's amazing that's that's absolutely amazing um i'm i'm in awe of you and i just i just want my audience to yeah. know that um one and i don't mean this is an insult joseph you look like you're 12 um i know that you said you're 22 um <laughs> but and joseph has a huge smile when i said that um just as my audience can't see but you know you look you look extremely young you clearly um you know have one drive you um you clearly have true authenticity which is why i was so completely taken by the post that you put out on LinkedIn because in today's society, today's world, I, I truly believe what gra what people want to gravitate to and and um, the reason that people gravitate towards people like you is because you threw your you, you, you threw your story out there. You <clears throat> didn't hold back. You told you know your story about who you are, where you came from and and a little bit about, you know, how you came up. And I, I absolutely uh, commend you for that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. 
Um, and, and all I can say is just continue doing what you're doing because you're helping people. You're helping people in your community. And that's what I would um, implore everybody to do is that the only thing that we can, you know, do is to try to, to help the people that, that are in our own communities. And if more people did that, we would all, you know, live in a better world. Um, yeah. But, you know, this has been an awesome conversation. We're coming to time and I'm going to ask you the final question of the season. I don't know if this applies because, you know, well, I'm going to ask you, um, the question of the season is, what would you change about your job or the practice that people have in your role um, of your job if you could change anything? Okay, if I could change anything in my job, what would that be, right? Um, did I get you right? Sorry, yes. I didn't really get the last part. Yep. If you, What okay. would you change about your job or the practice that people have in your role, like doing your job, if you could change something about it? Okay, okay. I do. I I think if there's anything to change, it will be um kind of thinking because I, I don't really know. I would say can let me just say if um the change should be adding something. Yeah, let me just put it like that. Mm -hmm. If the change was to add something, I would really love to add languages like different languages to myself. Right. So that I can communicate with people in different languages, because sometimes I think when you when you want, especially when it comes to um, technical roles and um, stuff like that, when you really want to communicate with someone, there is um, I think especially in Nigeria where we have a lot of languages, lots of languages. Sometimes these technical things have needs to be broken down into their language so that they can really understand what you're talking about. So that would be one thing I would really love to do if I could, if I have the ability to change it. I would just okay, let me speak like hundred languages. I think <laughs> it would be really good for me so that I could communicate with the people I want to very better. You know, when I go out there, when I talk to them, I could talk to them in their language, and they would really, you know, understand what I'm trying to say. So that would be a change I would love. Don't you wish it was like, uh, um, um, like our brains were kind of like a computer where you could just plug in that language and just exactly. know it <laughs> exactly you just plug in something and you download the language and you can you know you have it in there that will be amazing <laughs> one day that'll probably exist or something won't it let's, let's not get there well joseph this has been um this has been such an amazing opportunity i'm i'm honored that you said yes to coming on and talking with me um if somebody um wanted to reach out to you to learn more about you learn how they can work with you um to help have you help them find a job or a company that wants to reach out to you for recruiting um efforts how would they reach out to you Okay, so um, first you could reach out to me via my email at um, josephncn at gmail.com. Also, you could reach out to me on LinkedIn at just, just search for Joseph NCN. Uh, I, I could, I'll be the press profile to pop up. <laughs> and then on Twitter, you can reach out to me on Twitter. My Twitter DMs are always open. Double underscore Big Joe, that is my Twitter name. And I think, yeah, those are the three means you could reach out to me. And also you could go to the website at recruitsme.com, 
www.wecruitme.com. You could go to the website and you can see all the contact um, information there and you could reach out to me there. And also you can reach out to Lehan and she can connect you to me on LinkedIn. That's it. <laughs> and that will all be in the show notes. So if you are looking to reach out to Joseph, you will be able to check the show notes where that will be listed. Um, and again, Joseph, this has been an amazing conversation. Um, thank you so much for the opportunity to talk with you. Thank you, Lehan. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. And I would really want to say one last thing. Um, this quote um, from, I, I, I really like using it, especially to young people. They, I like telling them that the only, the only limit to your impact is your imagination and your commitment. Something Anthony Robbins used to say. So despite anything that's happening in your life, despite anything that you're going through, just keep your brains, keep your imagination on the goal that you want. That is how you conquer everything. When your brain, when your mind is fixed on that thing, when your commitment is still on that thing and you have that consistency, you will achieve anything. So thank you very much, Nihan. And it's so wonderful conversing with you. So much wisdom from such a young person and, and well said. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to Let's Talk HR. I appreciate your time and support. Without you, the audience, this would not be possible. So don't forget that if you enjoyed this episode, to follow us, like us, or share us. Have a wonderful day.